Hello everyone, this is Trevor with Tea Time Reports. I'm back again with another film review. Uh, and this is a movie called Two for the Money. This movie features Al Pacino, Matthew McConaughey, and Rene Rousseau. It is one of my favorite movies, to tell you the truth. And it it, it is a sports movie, but it kind of adds that twist to sports where it shows you that dark side of sports, which is the gambling aspect of the sports world. Um... And it's honestly greatly appreciated because it kind of, uh, oddly enough, it kind of enlightened me a little bit on how bad gambling can be. Um, but not only that, I just thought that Matthew McConaughey gave a convincing performance, cheesy at points. Um, and then obviously, um, Al Pacino is just Al Pacino, charismatic as ever. But I do, obviously, since as of late, I've been going a little more in-depth on each movie that I talk about individually. Um, So I'll go into the numbers and the ratings on it before I give my actual opinion. But on Rotten Tomatoes, which, again, it's kind of hard to give much credibility there. But on the tomato meter, it has a 22%, so shit, according to 110 reviews of critics. And then the audience score gives it about a 48%, and that's over 50,000 ratings. So honestly, that's kind of more accurate when you look at it from a critical standpoint. And like, critically for an average moviegoer, it's not the best movie. But in my opinion, I find enjoyment in it. Um, Let me give you some more information. The movie's information. A former college athlete... Matthew McConaughey joins forces with a sports consultant, Al Pacino, to handicap football games for high-rolling gamblers. It, uh, it is kind of a drama. Uh, it, it is. But I, I would kind of honestly put it more like as a mystery as well. You, honestly, you don't know what the fuck's going to happen. Uh, DJ Caruso is the director. Shout out to him for making this movie. And... Producers Jay Cohen and James G. Robinson. Writer Dan Gilroy. My name sounds familiar. Um, Release date in theaters was September 23rd, 2005, worldwide. And then the release date for streaming platforms was January 17th, 2006. And then the box office gross in the U.S. was only, oh wow, only $23 Uh, It's a little over two hours long, and the distributor was Universal Pictures. Um, More, uh, besides Al Pacino, Matthew McConaughey, and Rene Russo, there was actually some other really big names in this. Armand Asante, uh, or Asante, and Jeremy Piven, um, Jamie King, some big names. It, it, It is a toughly paced film. Um to what it kind of doesn't know what to do with itself at points and it is obviously a 2000s film so you kind of get the emotional vibe of that decade where it's like everything's kind of not gray but gritty um it's post 90s and i noticed one thing about the 90s and 2000s that the 2000s attempted to be more of a refined 90s film decade as far as camera work overused plot lines, nothing really original was coming, I I don't want to say that, but it it wasn't the best time of film, so like, 
the right like what was trending was you know probably influenced a lot of 2000s movies that just purely sucked but uh with this movie the problem really was the pacing um and what i mean by pacing is does it keep building to that big oomph or that climax or does it actually just stutter you know I, I don't mind movies that stutter sometimes, if they're supposed to, and this was not supposed to. It just didn't time out all of the, I guess, significant events of the movie, where Matthew McConaughey plays a former quarterback that just got, you know, injured on the field, he can't play football anymore, but Al Pacino is like, you know, this guy played, I can maybe use his brain to promote picks, so people can bet on my picks, and win money if he's correct. And his first time, he went like 11-0 and on his picks. He, he was going crazy, making money, became a hot star in that field. And honestly, it was just all kind of a scam, ruined lives. He's going through a whole trip with this guy that kind of just used him for, for a long time and made him kind of change his entire lifestyle, change who he was. A guy that didn't look at it for the money or, or, or like the actual, like, oh, I'm going to fucking, you know, I'm going to win this. He just loved playing ball and he lost the sight of that. And that's what made him pick all the teams that were going to win. It was that he loved football and he could just, you know, take a glance and be like, yeah, that team's not going to have it. And it sounds stupid, but it's genuinely a really cool and kind of, uh, I don't want to say a one of one movie because like there's nothing really significant about it other than the actual plot line in the story. Um, but I thought Matthew McConaughey was interesting in this. Like this was kind of like towards his like legitimate film rise. I know he wasn't dazed and confused and stuff. Um, but like this is when he started actually kind of taking helm of films. And it, I enjoy this movie. If you guys have not seen Two for the Money, I completely recommend it. I do have the hard copy here. Um, and I will actually just go ahead and read the back of the hard copy because what's on Rotten Tomatoes is not what's on the hard copy. Al Pacino and Matthew McConaughey star in this adrenaline-charged thriller and the sexy, high-stakes world of sports betting, where fortunes can be made or lost with a flip of a coin. When Brandon Lang, aka aka Matthew McConaughey, is tapped to um, is tapped to be the protege of sports gambling power player Walter Abrams, aka Pacino. He swiftly becomes the golden boy of the high rollers for consistently picking football winners. Now with millions on the line, Brandon finds himself in a deadly game of con versus con with his mentor. Yeah, no, it, it gets to that point where it's almost like a psychological thriller with some of, um, with some of what like the events that happen. Like he literally has to test Al Pacino to see if he believes that he's fucking his girl and. They make up a story to just show him how paranoid he is, like, type shit. Like, it goes in-depth, and it is pretty cool to see, like, what that side of the sports world looks like. So, like, what what business models are people, like, forming these, these you know, kind of, buy, like, buy into my picks. I know what, I know what team's gonna win. I can make you money type shit. You see it on Instagram. You see it on YouTube. You see it everywhere. Um... And that's what Al Pacino was doing, but he was doing it on a, like a local ca- uh, cable network, and it was getting out. And he was, you know, Matthew McConaughey only made it better, and they would get commission. So Matthew McConaughey was getting rich as fuck off this, and, and and there was to a point where he like he bet on himself so much, like not him personally or financially, but he like he thought that he could wing it to a certain point, 
and he fucked it up really bad by losing the wrong person's money. Wounds up getting beaten and pissed on in a local park instead of executed, which is what they wanted to do. Um, but it's just a crazy story. It's adventurous. It's wild. It's definitely different. And I can only appreciate that um, mainly because you kind of see, and obviously now more than ever, you see overused plot lines and storylines and you know, some of the same, literally, like, literally the same dialogue is being overused now, like, and reused, and it's just, like, there's no creativity anymore, and I think this was a good spark of creativity, and I don't think Al Pacino would hop on something that he didn't think was gonna at least be watchable, so I, I commend Al Pacino for his performance as well, and Rene Russo was powerful in this movie, um, definitely props, but I, I do also want to add to this, if you guys are like very interested in film and stuff we do have our film of the week highlight reel on our instagram page and if you guys want you guys can dm or shoot us a message suggesting a movie maybe from uh, your childhood or maybe from your area in the world that's really popular and we can react to it do a review on it and um talk about it give it some spotlight we love movies we love film we love tv shows we love the the, the art behind it and i think it's underappreciated in, in society in my opinion um that's why i think it's important for me to put out these episodes talking about some of these movies that i think would that would have been lost in time and, and deserve to be talked about still to this day and maybe even you guys will watch out for these movies on your platforms that you have, or maybe if you're in a DVD or Blu-ray store or something, or Best Buy, you can pick up one of these movies for yourself, give them a watch. Um, I'm not, I, I w- I'm always honest with my reviews, if they're shit, I'll tell you, but if they're not, you know, I, I completely recommend um, watching this movie, especially Two for the Money, in 2005, I believe, or 2006, I said it earlier. Yeah, so it is, it, it is aged a little bit, um, but it's just one of those things where I, I think you can find enjoyment in it. We love sports on this show. Uh, this crew loves sports. We all do. Play it. Play them. Love watching them every weekend and every week. Uh, it's literally, Sports are a massive part of our lives. And I feel like if you're listening to the show, you might enjoy sports yourself because we do a lot of sports content. Um, but this movie is very much about sports. And that's why I think I enjoy it a lot because... It's not like I can relate to being a professional football player, you know, betting millions on shit, but just knowing the game and then seeing a different perspective of it is just what is wild about this movie to me. And when I watched it for the first time, I was, you know, I, I kept scrolling past it on Amazon Prime and I'm like, oh, I'm on a Matthew McConaughey binge. I, I just watched Lincoln Lawyer and Free State of Jones and I'm like, oh, do I want to watch this? I've never seen it. And I did. And I, I'm glad I did. I mean, this movie's really good in my eyes and in my opinion. Um, again, take that with a grain of salt, obviously. But, you know, if you're into into sports, into film, this is right up your alley. And, again, the performances in this movie get, you know, spotty with McConaughey trying to act like with... <laughs> I say that, like, negatively as fuck, but... His range is only so much, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, he can't break that fourth wall with a character. And I'm not trying to shit on Matthew McConaughey. He delivered a phenomenal performance in Dallas Buyers Club. But in this movie, where it was kind of still young in his career, he didn't have those attributes yet. And it was kind of cheesy at points. But um, 
overall, I would give him like a B on his performance, maybe a C plus. Al Pacino an A, obviously, because it's Al fucking Pacino. How can you not give him a fucking A? But um, if you guys want more music and movie reviews and analysis, just let us know. Interact with us more, and we can pump out more and more content. Make the episodes longer if that's what y'all want. Um, But this movie, two for the money. You gotta listen and and pay attention to everything that's going on because it is one of those like puzzle piece movies where something that's happened at the beginning is gonna be relevant later and it maybe that's also kind of what makes it bad, but because <laughs> it's like really trying to overcomplicate things, but it makes it an interesting story in my opinion. And I will say this like I think me and uh, Shout out to Rush. I think me and Rush were actually watching a bunch of Matthew McConaughey films at one point. We watched like six in a day. And in every single one of them, he was he was drinking dark liquor. So like me and, <laughs> me and Rush were always joking around like, how drunk do you think Matthew McConaughey is on set? Like he's drank gallons of Jack Daniels at this point, right? I mean, I mean gallons. But, I mean, shout-out to Matthew McConaughey. He delivers performances that are just not only iconic, but damn right amazing. With Interstellar, completely blew my mind in that one. That, that movie's a mind fuck to begin with, though. It wasn't really him that stood that movie out. It was genuinely Christopher Nolan, as usual. Um, and I do also want to, you know, another little intervention here, or interval. Um, I do apologize. The last two episodes, me and Caden were a little stuffy. I'm still a little congested, kind of, it's, it's kind of allergy season, I guess, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing fine, drinking a lot of water and uh, flushing my system and, uh, taking the proper medication to get over this kind of uh, stuff, so, uh, we do apologize if those episodes kind of sounded a little rough, um, I thought they sounded fine, I always try and re-listen at least once to my, uh, to, to what we do and what we record and put out there, but, um, yeah, for, for, for the people that do check, that did check out those last two episodes, I do apologize if we did sound a little sick. Uh, I just wanted to say that uh, in a you know a timely manner, so you guys aren't like, oh, are these guys fucking okay, or you know? <laughs> but um, going to the numbers again, I do want to just look at the numbers one more time. So the the box office gross in the U.S. was twenty five million. Okay, two for the money. Budget. Of course, it just sends me. I apologize. Um, I'm just looking for this budget here. I'm not able to find this. I apologize, everybody. It's annoying. Let me look on Wiki real fast, real fast. Budget was thirty-five million, but on Wiki it says there was thirty point five million. And if that was the case, then that must have added in worldwide. So it made. It didn't even make money, and in fact, it lost nearly five million dollars that's really bad 
Receipts came to only 22 million and change in the US. 30 and a half total worldwide. Wow, that's fucking terrible. Wow. Just something to keep in mind. I mean, when you when you're making a movie, you got to plan your budget accordingly. And it doesn't look like they did. That's interesting to think about. I always try and bring those kind of facts to to surface there. So hopefully you guys enjoy um, that kind of uh, that, that kind of knowledge in a sense because you want to see if a movie did make money. If it didn't, um, just to kind of gauge its success at that time because you can track views and streams, you know, after the fact, years after. But when it's initially in theaters, is the time you want to track those scores, um, referring to the uh, ticket sales and stuff like that. But very interesting to see that this kind of movie, you know, kind of flopped in the box office. You know, there's a ton of football fans out there and a ton of sports fans and a ton of gamblers. So maybe it was just a weird time for Matthew McConaughey to kind of take helm with Al Pacino in 2005. Kind of a weird year of film now that I think about it. Um, Jason Statham was popping off at that time. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, if you guys haven't watched Two for the Money, I completely recommend it. Um, out of 10, I'm going to give this definitely probably for myself a 7.5, maybe a, probably a 7 actually, a 7 out of 10. Um, yeah, if you guys haven't seen it, it's really good. I really recommend it. It has a bunch of twists and I guess it plays with your fucking head a little bit. So if you're into those kind of movies, definitely right up your alley. I don't even have to tell you what it's about if that's what you're into watching. I recommend watching this, but if you're into f- sports and gambling i also recommend checking this out but also it's more of like a finance movie as well not not trying to shit on it but like it is a lot about money like there's a lot of stuff about betting and gambling and like the the spreads and stuff that i didn't know before watching this and the fact that i learned something from watching this is actually impressive in my opinion i think that if a movie is able to do that it's doing at least something right right so, I mean, just something to think about when you when you go into this movie. Um, and I think it is on Amazon Prime for free. So if you guys have Amazon Prime, definitely check it out on there. And if you're listening, we definitely have kind of some big announcements coming up um, to end our Season 2. So we're going to be ending our Season 2 with a formal interview with the crew's grandmother. So if you guys don't know for context... Me, Ty, Brady, and Caden are brothers, and the finale of season one, we interviewed our grandfather. So the end of season two, we're going to interview our grandmother. She is the purest soul, she's full of love and life, and she has a ton of great stories and knowledge to not just share with us, but with all of you. So that's going to be a very special episode, and I think it's going to be probably around that 60 episode mark in season two is when we'll end it. I'm going to talk to the boys, we'll counsel and convene on that, but... Just something to pass out to all of our viewers out there. And I'd just like to say that um, we really appreciate all the support and the views of the downloads, the follows. It is greatly appreciated. We are growing every day, it seems, um, reaching more people out there. And all we want to do is bring good content, genuine conversation, and want it to be authentic. We don't want it to have kind of like that corporate structure to where like oh you can't do this this isn't like we have guidelines and that's it we try and bring what we have to you 
and we hope you appreciate that and acknowledge that you know that's that's our goal that's our game plan with not only you know this being kind of a side hustle at some point but genuinely maybe a legit full-time position here and and we can employ ourselves and stuff that's a goal of ours too and we will never forget our day ones that's for sure but yeah this has been the review for two for the money i kind of veered off towards the end i apologize but generally if you really like sports gambling thrills and twists kind of a mystery vibe with the aspect of money and finance check out two for the money 2005 featuring al pacino matthew mcconaughey and renee russo um directed by dj caruso um definitely a shout out to everyone involved with the making of this project i really enjoy this film still to this day it it, it will always be holding a special uh place on my movie shelf that's for sure and i hope maybe it'll find a place on yours as well so to all of you listening out there to west africa to belgium to to australia Shout out to y'all. We love you guys. And to any new listener out there from a new place that I haven't been able to see our, our views coming in from, shout out to you. We really appreciate it. And, you know, keep coming back. Keep tuning in. That's all I can ask. It's Trevor signing out. Peace, y'all.